Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Everyone, welcome Dillas Victoria. She is a incredible human being, Dillas Davis, and she's she's just awesome. Just this evolution that she has been in, seeing her, witnessing her over the last couple of years is just off the charts. And uh, before we dive into this hour, this healing hour, I just want to share with you, Dillas, and with everyone who's here, why we're doing this hour. And for me, I ask myself, how can I make the biggest impact possible on the world? And my mind started racing and saying, how can I serve more people, add, ma- add more value to people, and, and do it in less time too, right? And so I said, well, if I had the, the energetic capacity or if I was tapped into the energetic capacity to heal everyone in the entire world and bring love, bring peace, bring light, aliveness to, to every single person in the world, then we would live in a much more empowered place. And, and that would be one of my greatest contributions I can bring to humanity. Now, I can't just, I, I haven't yet figured out how to wave my, my hand and my, my wand and have every single person on the planet experience and live and embody unconditional love yet. And the best I saw that I could do is gather together amazing, powerful, expansive, energetic healers like yourself, Dillas, to bring this energy to the world. So for everyone who's tuning in today, live, replay, Facebook, whatever it might be, you're being blessed by being this energy, by being uh, in this presence. And for everyone who didn't even hear this, they are still being blessed. We are going to be sending out some massive, massive energy, good vibes, and healing to everyone who wants to become their greatest possible self. And even if they don't consciously uh, know that, we're still going to bless them. So uh, Dillas, I know that we wanted to talk about turning tragedy into triumph. I also wanted to dive into today um, as well for, for the people who have wanted to attract things into their life and create that dream partner, create the money, create whatever, right? But they may feel like some aspect of them is is broken or not working or what's the use. So things like that, I think that that calling in as creators, I think that a lot of people are feeling powerless around that. So I'd like to touch on that as well at some point throughout or, you know, just kind of mix it in. But uh, I'm, I'm just here to have fun, have great energy and send some, some powerful vibes out. And uh, I just I want you to, to lead us through, Dillis. So just let us know where, where, where are we going to go in this hour? How can we how can we get started on this journey? Um, definitely by like you did earlier, taking a deep breath and enjoying how your heart feels, you know, the breath that you're taking and realizing that every breath you take, another person is taking their last breath. So you're taking your next breath and it's something to be grateful for. Thank you for waking as soon as you wake up in the morning. I always say, um, thank you, God, thank you, universe, for the life that you've given me and the opportunity to wake up and see another day. And the other thing I do is go to my altar and I give thanks and praises to my ancestors and my spirit guides for protecting me during the course of the night that I didn't, you know, die in my sleep or something. And just being able to be present in that very moment of second and just like feeling my body and knowing that I am alive, knowing that I'm here, that this is this life is a blessing. And I start off my day with that and actually thanking, you know, universe for food in the fridge, clothes on my back, the bed that I sleep in, the home that I live in, the vehicle that we drive for impeccable health, for you know, mental clarity, for emotional growth, mental growth, spiritual growth, and ask, you know, my guides, like what is the lesson that you want me to learn today? What is the message that you're teaching me today? And how can I turn around and serve other people in that same capacity? And then I also find out from myself, with myself, when I do my mirror work, because I go in the mirror every single day, you're beautiful, you're amazing, you're powerful, Dillis. And, you know, thank you for being, you know, thank you for giving us, (laughs) me and you, Spirit, the opportunity to do what you do. And so that is how I start off my day. And if there's anything that I need to release, like Monday, I released a lot of different feelings that I was going through and 
honoring those feelings within yourself. I think a lot of people have a hard time honoring their feelings. Like, you know, sometimes people will say to you, if you're having a bad day, oh, hey, Chris, how are you today? And you're like, I'm fine. And deep down inside, you're like, I feel like shit. Like honoring that you feel that way. Not, not, you know, um, pushing it down deeper, right? And so what I always want to tell people is honor your feelings first Mm -hmm. and foremost and setting the tone of self-love self-care every single day and not allowing circumstances, struggles, obstacles, whatever it is that you may be experiencing to bring you down, learn how to shift the mood, learn how to just say, okay, you know what? This experience right now is temporary. It's not permanent. And ask yourself, what is the lesson that I'm supposed to learn? Why is this cycle continuously going in this future circle? What is the lesson? I'm supposed to be learning and like you were saying earlier about just being quiet and listening to your breathing and taking that breath and being present in that breath and you will get the answers that you're looking for it may be good it may be bad or you may be seeing specific things that you need to work on and it's honoring those things and wanting to be dedicated and committed to doing that part that part of the work I'm being shown all the time my shadow side and my ego side. Mm-hmm. I'm being shown that all the time. I can't always be love and light. I mm-hmm. actually have to. And that's one thing with human beings. I feel like we don't honor or confront our shadow side or ego side. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the sides of us that can be manipulative, the sides of us that can be, you know, uh, disrespectful, the sides of us that can be extremely selfish. And that is a way to actually find peace and love and joy by honoring that side of yourself, accepting and embracing that side of yourself. It's nothing wrong with you having ego and pride if you're using it in the right way. Mm-hmm. It's nothing wrong with you having anger if you're using it in the right way. When I'm angry, it makes me a better and safer driver. <laughs> when I'm angry, I could knock out a whole bunch of videos. Yeah. When I'm angry, I can write incredible content. So use the anger to, to like, you know, just help you thrive, regardless of the, the struggle, the circumstance, what the case may be. So the first thing I would say is definitely honor your feelings when it comes to shifting trauma or tragedy into triumph. The first thing is honoring them because so many people in life wear masks and that becomes their normal. Mm-hmm. It becomes their normal where they become very disconnected, very numb, very bitter, very detached. And say, so they no longer feel. And when you don't feel like you were saying, visualizing, not only visualizing, but feel where you want to be in the year from now. But if you're numb and disconnected and detached, you can't feel anything. Mm-hmm. You can't even visualize it because all you feel is dark. All you feel is bitter. So... The first thing I would say definitely is to honor every emotion that you're feeling, regardless if it's, if it's anger, hate, or whatever, honor it. And then ask yourself, why am I feeling like this? Like, what has me so rattled up that I feel the need to be so angry? Mm. And then the next question I would say to ask yourself, is this really working for me? Mm. How, is this, how is this affecting my life? Is it really working for me? Is it helping me in whatever levels I'm looking to grow? Because when you're that angry, you're stagnant and you're stuck. And then you love being present, Chris. I know that about you. And I love being present. But when you're angry, you're not able, you're not able to be present. Right. Because at that point in time, you're just like, what, what, what's going on? You don't even know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then you create that negative energy within the anger. And the negative energy overtakes the positive energy which you would have had. And then it becomes a life force because as they say, what you, what you think and you speak, you become. So you become that. You become that. So I would also say, you know, ask yourself, is this working for me? And what can I do to fix it? Mm. What can I do to fix this? And go into your heart space and be brutally, extremely honest with yourself. Did I cause this situation to happen? Or did I give my power and permission to someone to allow the situation to happen? 
One thing I want to want to add to that, I think it's it's really powerful. The honor your feelings, like first of all, to get present with what is going yeah. on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I know for me, one of my biggest triggers over the years was was this um, shame around addiction. Um, so addiction to video games in the beginning, addiction to partying and drinking and okay. drugs early on, and then uh, like pornography entered the the space and yeah. it's like, okay, you know, like I don't feel good about these things and there's a lot of shame that I'm bringing yeah. with me around it. And like, you know, yeah. evolved in business in terms of like people pleasing, it evolved into, mm-hmm. you know, beating, I, I became addicted to beating myself up and like being super harsh yes. on myself and like, you know, like stuck 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 stuffing that down (laughs) stuffing that down and it was it was a you know that like I still deal with these these things that come up today but Mm -hmm. it's like okay am I willing to be real and transparent about them and like do I have people like yourself deals who I can like share these things with and Mm -hmm. just get it off my chest and not Mm -hmm. keep carrying it as a burden um but I give myself that freedom that space and also the um, willingness to communicate for me, like communicate with that inner child and like yes. go back and like love and give the the nurturing and say, Hey, what, what are you feeling? Like I, I if, if I don't feel self-expressed, if I don't feel powerful, then most likely there's something that little inner child doesn't feel safe around me about something, you know, like they don't feel safe to be expressed or, or, you know, like share their truth, their true emotions. And so I think that really diving into that and saying, you know, is this how I'm doing this, how I'm dealing with this is serving me and how can I fix it? How can I heal it? How can I release it? How can I transform this to get my power back to, to build a more loving, whole, complete relationship with myself? Yeah. And you bring up a valid point about the inner child, because one thing that I've done on my journey was I decided to write a letter to little Dillis Mm. and the letter was a forgiveness letter and asking her to forgive me, a grown woman for the self-sabotaging patterns and behaviors and Mm. thoughts and acts that I did to myself because I wasn't acting in the right mind frame because Mm. of trauma and tragedy that I've experienced. So I became that, that became my identity. I became the self-sabotaging person who was numb and disconnected. And then when I started doing my healing process, I had to connect with the little girl inside of me because she was still hurt. She was still in pain. She was, didn't feel protected mm-hmm. in no way, shape or form. And I was a little girl walking around in a girl woman's body, still going through the hurt. And so me writing a letter to my little self and reading the letter to myself in the mirror and seeing the little girl inside of me gave me an opportunity to go through the process of forgiveness of self, like Mm. true forgiveness of self. And that's something that I still practice till today. When I feel as if though I made a mistake or something happened or I did something wrong, like the little girl in me pops up and then I would have to go back and do another letter and write it out again mm. to let her know it's okay I got you this time yeah. you know that don't worry about that trigger that trigger is not going to harm us mm. we are not going to go back to self-sabotaging thoughts we're not going to go back into having the ruminating thoughts in our minds that make us feel unworthy because we are worthy mm. we are worthy and doing that helps me just become stronger and better in who I am and feeling that I'm worthy it's one thing, and you said it the other day, you said it's one thing to say it, but it's another thing to feel it. And so I think with people, they don't like to feel uncomfortable. They don't like to feel pain. Mm. And for me, my drug of choice that I used for my abuse was sex. Mm. And when I was having sex, I was numb the whole time. I wasn't really enjoying it. It was just, that was my normal. That became my life. And so it was an addiction to the point of like, okay, I have to sit back and analyze and say like, the fuck? (laughs) What are you doing? What are you doing? Yes. And honor that feeling within myself of what are you doing and why are you doing this way? Why are you being this way? And I feel like a lot of people don't really honor the trauma. Mm. They push it down so Mm. far and they create this fictional character Mm. of who they strive to want to be, but they're like so blocked. They don't know how to get there. 
because they don't want, they want to go from point A to point C, but between B and X, it's like, I ain't trying to touch that. Right. So I, so. I, I've heard it called spiritual bypass, right? Like they want to just yes. like get around it and say, oh, I don't have to deal with that. I, if I just focus on the end destination enough, the Z enough, the transformational yeah. point enough, then I'll yeah. manifest it. And it's like, yeah. yeah. And like, you have to be like, you have to say, I'm ready. I'm ready to face whatever okay. comes up. I'm, I'm willing to go through the work because yes. the, the transmutation process, there's something that has to be shifted or let go or, you know, like, yeah. Um, I think of energetic capacity and I think of if people are like trying to fit into a, a mold or a mask or something like that, then their energy is going to be constricted. They're going to be pretzeled. They're going to be trying to, yes. you know, be a certain way for people or to pretend for themselves like that everything's okay. And it's like when we finally break through that mask or the pretzel or whatever it is trying to be something right. that we're not or maintain an image, then we get all this freedom and we get all this energetic capacity back. We we like yeah. win back, so to speak, and, and yeah. reattain what we've had all along, but it just got so suppressed and compressed because of yes. that, that trying to contort ourselves into something that would please other people. Right. And then when you have that breakthrough, that is where you give yourself the blessing of truly creating who you want to be mm. and asking yourself, who am I? Yeah. And not the identities, not, not being the wife, the mom, the husband, you know, the speaker, the author, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. But deep inside, who am I? You know, um, I did a personal development workshop before I, I moved to Savannah. Uh -huh. And they had us create our contracts of ourselves. Uh -huh. And my contract is I'm Phyllis Victoria and I'm a powerful, effective, loving leader. Mm. Because that is who I am. That's identified as that. And that is me. Yeah. I am courageous. I am an experience. Like the experience that you get is not the products. It's not the sessions. It's not the services. It's me. The experience that you're receiving. And I think everyone is able to become that experience of which, how they live and be able to allow people to just gravitate to the energy of which they're, you know, they're creating within themselves. And once you reach that part of your life where you can say, I am an experience, that means you've definitely overcome the trauma. You're continuously going through the healing process. You're defining what healing means to you. You're defining what love means to you. You're defining what peace and success means to you because it means different things for different people. But it's going through the process of acknowledging the hurt, the pain, the suffering that you went through and seeing it for what it is. And then on top of that, too, is holding yourself accountable and responsible for the parts that you play in your trauma and your karma. Mm. Because being abused, like I became a victim. And mm. I used that every second I, I could have to manipulate any situation. Mm. And then I became the other woman, the mistress, mm. the this, the that, the, 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 the. And then when I finally sat with myself, when I started going inwards and doing the inner work, I was like, well, damn, like it made me sick to my stomach mm -hmm. because I've, I've seen all the faces of people I was with and how selfish I was because it was for my own being. Mm -hmm. and being able to sit with myself in that turmoil of chaos and stuff, it was uncomfortable, but I had to think about the benefits and the rewards at the end, mm -hmm. finding true self, finding true love within self and, and being complete in that and not allowing someone else to come in and save me or have someone else come in and complete me because I have to be complete with me. But the person that came to love me is an addition. It's a beautiful gift. That's right. However, if you're not feeling one with self, you cannot experience the emotions that the person's giving you. Mm. So it's definitely sitting in the turmoil of your stuff that you created. Mm. And sometimes people don't want to face it. They want to blame Tom, they carry Mary Sue and Jane, circumstance, struggle, obstacle. But how long are you going to allow those things to, you know, hold you back or keep you in the box? Yeah. And how long are you going to continue blaming other people? Yeah. One thing that comes to my mind is like, when I, because I, I, I do my best to be positive, inspiring and empowering and have that, 
that energy about me so I can be a blessing, right? Like my, my paradigm is I want to be a contribution to other people, right? And so oh. sometimes that would also come from a place of because I don't deep down inside, there's a layer of me that feels like it's not worthy enough, right? Like, so to, to be the people pleaser and so everyone around me feels better, but I'm not getting my own needs met by truly communicating like what's going on with me. And so that's like one layer of it. And then also with Petia, like I saw certain aspects of myself where I wasn't showing up as the man that I knew I could be for her in our relationship, like being the, the leader, the king, the provider, the like all these things, right? And so there were certain times where I would just, I usually don't stay up at night. I'm usually a pretty peaceful sleeper, but certain times I would just, when she went to bed and I'm laying there and I'm like sitting with myself for whatever reason and saying like, dude, do you see what your, the cost of your actions are, mm -hmm. are creating? Like the stress, the, the tension, the difficulties in, in this relationship, in this household, in this family, like you are responsible for what you're bringing to this table. You are responsible for the the impact that your actions in the past are having today and your actions in this moment and moving forward are continuing to have. So what the heck are you going to do differently if you want to change your results? If you want to change how you show up in this relationship and, you know, make make this woman's life easier and more enjoyable and more fulfilling and more sexy and sensual and all these beautiful things. Like I want the best life for her. And Absolutely. Am I willing to sit with the man that I have been up until now and the, the consequences of that, both positive, I have, there's a lot of positive consequences yep. and there's also some, some detrimental disempowering ones that I hadn't been responsible for. And so I would just like stay awake in bed and be like, man, I just don't feel like I'm stepping into that best version of myself. Like how much longer are you going to let this go on, Chris? Like how much longer is this going to be okay with you? Like this is unacceptable, you know, and kind of yeah. like sitting with it and being yes. kind of disgusted with it. Like absolutely. And yeah. then when you get to the place of disgust, that's when you mm. know that there's a breakthrough and there's change because you're so disgusted with yourself and you're yeah. like, well, shit, like I really need to get up and do something. Like I can no longer talk about it. Yeah. I have to take action. Yep. It's time. It's cold time. It's now whenever it's do or die. It's, it's, it's a heart attack. Yeah. You know, it's, it's operation, it's surgery, yes. it's, it's moving, yep. Yep. you know, and that's when you know in your heart of hearts, because even with my relationship with my wife, mm -hmm. I wanted to, I want to make sure it's the most successful, loving relationship where they're both happy, we're both at peace with each other. Yeah. We know how to have those hard conversations Yeah. form relationships. I would shut down. I wouldn't say anything or I would just be at the mouth and I would hit below the belt. And if it hurts you, it hurts mm -hmm. you. Oh, well. You can just walk out. I didn't give a shit. But now being with my wife and her being, we're both alpha females and we're both yep. aggressive females. Yep. And I need an aggressive person in my life. Yep. I need someone that's like, can, can really connect with me, especially with my crazy thoughts and my organizational skills and yeah. all yeah. that. And so being with, with Bree gives me an opportunity to truly go through the shifts and changes and ebbs and flows of a relationship and yep. to fight hard for it. And to definitely change my ways and my perspective of how I see relationships to be yeah. in order for us to co-create a beautiful life together. And so that keeps me up at night as well. Like, okay, like, you can't be angry. You can't take stuff personal. Mm -hmm. You got to understand where she's coming from. You got to put yourself in her shoes, all that stuff. And as human beings, we don't, we don't do that. Mm -hmm. It's me, 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 me. And it's like, okay, cool. It's about you. Yeah, but what about the other person? What what do they need? What do they want? This is this is gold, Dills. I'm loving this. I want to shift gears and go into like even more of the kind of um, facilitation of of healing, yeah. right? Whatever that is, whether it's praying or blessing or whatever your your like modalities that you love to tap into are speaking sure. into existence, visualization, whatever. Like let's let's yeah. play and especially for the people who aren't here, I wanna I want them to be impacted because of this conversation. You know, like for the people who are here, like I love you. Thank you for being here. And like you're getting even more because you showed up and you're tuning Absolutely. in live or replay or you're actually getting it. And mm -hmm. I want the entire world or specific people who we want to set our intention to to really be benefited yeah. from this conversation, Bills. So healing especially when it comes to trauma, 
the one thing that I do is something where I'm, I'm very avid about like you just love writing. I love writing. Writing to me is so beneficial. It's detrimental because it's tangible. You see what it is that you're feeling on a piece of paper. So there's something that I do with my clients. It's called the burn and release ritual. Mm. It's a practice. It is a ritual. So what that entails is you will write on a piece of paper every freaking thing that is hurting you, your heart rate, whatever is getting on your nerves from the time that you were able to first feel hurt in your heart. Mm. And write those things down, what they mean to you, what they solidify in your life, what they represent, so on and so forth. And when you're doing that, you would read it off the list and ask yourself, why am I writing this down? Mm. Why am I releasing this? Why am I ready to let this go? And once you do that, you fold that piece of paper, you take it to the kitchen sinker outside, and you burn the shit out of it. (laughs) And when you're burning it, you're saying to yourself, I release what no longer serves me, and I'm replacing it with what? Mm. What do you want to replace it with? Love, honesty, integrity, respect. Um, true love, feeling connected, feeling attached, um, emotion, whatever it is you want to release it with and go into your heart space with that. Mm. And this is something that I invite and encourage my clients to do every month because shit Mm. pops up in life. So every single month you write down what no longer serves you. You write down what is causing you to be up at night. You write down the triggers that are affecting you in your daily life. You write down those struggles and circumstances that you can't seem to grasp and let them go because letting go things, when people tell you, oh, just let it go, you don't realize you have to let it go a million times. Mm. Mm. You can't just let this go one time. It's physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually impossible Mm -hmm. to let something go one time. (laughs) You know, I still deal with hypochondriac behavior in my mind sure Sure. you know what i'm saying so i have to let that go millions of times the other part about that is too where healing is concerned whenever you start to get into your mind Mm. about being unworthy unvaluable who do you think you are and if the imposter syndrome steps into play Mm. immediately no, that's not who I am. I am this, this, that, next to me. Other. Even you have to go into the bathroom mirror or a mirror and say, you're beautiful. You know that you're loved. Mm-hmm. You know that you're, you're powerful, right? You know that about yourself. Yes? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so let's work on removing these thoughts. These thoughts mm-hmm. are not you. It is just an energy. Do not be afraid of the energy. It is just something that you created that you have to learn to part ways with. So it's actually breaking a contract with the negative thoughts, breaking a contract with the negative behavior. So breaking a emotional, psychological, mental, spiritual contract with your negative self. And that is something to be done every single day. There's something in the healing world that's called a soul contract. And the soul contract is reclaiming back your power and your permission you've given to someone on a spiritual level. Mm So, for instance, people who have been molested, abused, domestic violence, and so on and so forth, there is a soul contract because they actually, they were forced to give their power and permission to the person who abused them. So that person still has an intricate piece of your spirit that you gave to them willingly or unwillingly. So you're still going on with life, but at the same time, that piece of your spirit is still with that person. Yeah. So it's learning how to break that soul contract and it's saying, you know, I enlist the help of my spirit guides to help me break the soul contract. You know, whatever permission and power I have given to you, mm-hmm. I am choosing powerfully and strongly claiming it back. It is mine. You no longer live here. I send you with love and light. I own all parts of myself and I refuse to give any parts of myself to anyone anymore. Mm. So that's another part of it too, right? So healing is breaking those soul contracts and reclaiming back your permission and power. Mm. Healing is doing like burn and release rituals. Saging, oh my God, sage is, man, (laughs) I have (laughs) bulks of sage and I stage once a week in my house. Yes. I sage myself and 
it, it gives a different element. Once I finished staging and praying in my altar, mm-hmm. I feel like I just came out of a waterfall, like mm-hmm. just mountain. Like I feel so refreshed, so refreshed. And in the morning, like I said, getting up and listening to affirmations and things like that. Like I like a lot of motivational videos as soon as I wake up in the morning, because the first thing that we do as human beings, when we wake up, we go straight to the problems. We go straight yeah. to the bills. We go, you know what I'm saying? So yep. for me, I have less brown videos on speed dial, like click. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Just you know? plug in, plug click. into the, plug to the, in. to the, yes, to the spirit, plug. to the energy, to yes. the empowerment. To the, yes. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Dude. And the other thing I do too, where my healing is concerned or anyone that I work with is I give them eight hour reprogramming videos to listen to yes. at night. Sleeping. So I'll yeah. put that in my ear and I'll go to sleep and I am love. I'm powerful. I'm authentic. I'm great. And when I wake up in the morning, that's what's in my brain. So I'm reprogramming my subconscious from the trauma to the triumph. Yep. Where I'm not owning the trauma no more. Mm. So this is this is gold, Dillis. What we're gonna do? We're gonna do a burning burn and release right now. Like I have a piece of paper. I got a freaking candle right here. (laughs) We're gonna burn and release for the collective. Look what I got. (laughs) <laughs> yes yes so um i got a piece of paper i can write it down you can write it down yeah. uh whichever whatever works best um mm-hmm. or we could both do it so let's talk about especially this this um tragedy like stuff what yes. do we what do we want to release so like we're we're our intention is doing this we're tapping into the collective's pain and suffering yes, and woundedness what do we yes, want to write right. down dills um i am choosing to release triggers um, negative thinking, mm-hmm. feeling violated, feelings of feeling violated, um, removing the feeling of unworthy or the spirit of unworthiness, self-sabotaging behaviors, um, feeling disconnected, detached. Um, also not feeling as if though my life does not matter, you know, things like that, anything that you can come up with, you know, and I always tell people just go get real deep with it, go into your heart space because there's certain things within that you don't want to admit to yourself, admit those things to yourself when you're doing it. Yeah, well, let's, let's talk about trauma. Like I, I, for someone out there. We're mm-hmm. we're releasing for them, um, yeah. having their boundaries be violated. Yeah, your boundaries violated. Um, feeling like you don't have a voice, that you can't speak, like you feel suffocated. Um, you know the need to want to give up. You know suicidal thoughts. Suicidal thoughts. That's a huge one. Feeling so judged. Feeling like an outcast, like you don't belong. Yeah. You know, um, people pleaser. Mm-hmm. You know, looking for approval and validation, feeling as if though you're not enough, you know, um, beating yourself up emotionally, mentally, psychologically, spiritually, physically, sexually beating yourself up, you know, um, that kind of stuff. That's what I would say about that, you know, and and that's all traumatic experiences, like really, really, truly, and, and that takes you literally going back into your mind and experiencing the trauma all over again sometimes to release it. Mm. Mm. And that's hard for us to do, especially those who haven't really healed from the trauma, Mm -hmm. to go back in your mind's mind and, you know, witness yourself with the trauma Mm -hmm. and write whatever you're feeling at the time that you're feeling it. Scared, you know, uh, rejected, disappointed, Anything that pops up, loss of innocence, um, you know, anything that pops up within when you're doing it, when you are going back into your headspace to kind of like bring the trauma to the forefront so you can actually confront it and deal with it once and for all and doing it as many times as possible to actually release it from your energy, your spirit. Beautiful. Yeah. So I got some things written down. Is there anything else that we want to write down or communicate before burning it and stepping into what we want to replace it with? 
Well, when you're folding a piece of paper, I always tell people to say, I'm proud of you for taking this step in your healing process. I'm proud of you for taking this step in your healing process. Because it's hard for you to look at that paper and see all of the shit and you're like, what what the hell? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Why is it taking me so long to get to a place of peace? Mm. Why? And just, yeah, I'm proud of you for taking the steps. So then when you're burning it, that's when you say, I am releasing what no longer serves me and I'm replacing it with all the good, beautiful, <clears throat> yummy, strong amazing authentic beautiful things that you want to replace it with beautiful so yes. we're gonna start we're gonna start burning the piece of paper you got a little okay. little ashtray right okay. here okay so. cool i normally burn mines in the kitchen sink because sometimes my fires be like this big it's, oh, it's, <laughs> it's probably gonna get out of hand and we'll that's perfect we'll deal with it. Yes. <laughs> kids so, don't do this at home don't do that at home right so you are Burning and releasing what no longer serves you, and you're replacing it with what? Replacing it with um, I am worthy, I am beautiful, mm -hmm. I am whole, complete, and perfect. Mm -hmm. um, That's a good burn, by the way, when it starts fly, flaring up like that. Because sometimes what happens, too, when people do burn and release, sometimes mm -hmm. they're still resisting. So mm -hmm. the fire doesn't go out the way it's supposed to. And sometimes I would have to go back and light it about five times. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then I would tell them, I tell them, take a deep breath. And then what I do is I spiritually release whatever it is that they're holding and holding on to, and I bring it into myself so they can mm. feel lighter. And once they feel light, then the fire goes out the way it's supposed to. Mm. Yes. We did a, a burn and release ceremony in Bali, and mm. we, we did it at the beach, right? Beach, yes. full moon. It was like, mm. oof, like game changer. And yes. uh, the one of the participants had like a, a lot of challenge lighting her her paper yep. it kept kept going out you know yeah. it was like man this is this is strong strong rooted stuff so yeah um, yeah it's, it's that's, that that's a lot of resistance and blockages going on there yep because yep. you're not ready to release it you're you're saying that you're ready mm. but deep down your mind your heart and your spirit is not in one accord it is not connected mentally you yeah. may be ready right or or at least trying to persuade yourself consciously right. like i know exactly. i want to get rid of this <laughs> right but uh emotionally and spiritually you're mm. not there yet mm. and that's okay you just have yeah. to continuously doing it until every part of you is connected and aligned together and say okay well we all together are going to hold the space for you so you can no longer resist or feel like you are blocked in order for you to burn and release the right way, mm. the powerful way. Mm. So when you're finished burning and releasing, you should feel lighter. You should feel like you can conquer the world. Yes. You can breathe. Mm. You can breathe. Let's um, keep calling in what we want to replace it with. What else? So, what else are we are we bringing in to fill that gap, Dills? Let's keep supercharging it. Unconditional love, forgiveness. Honesty, integrity, respect, um, being dedicated to what we want to bring to fruition, um, activating all of our manifestations, allowing all of our dreams to become our reality, um, finding the lights within ourselves, allowing our light to shine as bright as we can, where when things pop up, we don't dim our light. Um, Standing in our truth and in our knowing and who we are. Embracing and accepting our flaws, our imperfections, and everything that, that we are. And being able to stay honest and transparent about everything in our lives. Yeah. And we, we call this in. We yes. bring this and forth. Both. We create this for all human beings on this planet. Every, everyone who's been dealing Absolutely. with trauma. Everyone who's been struggling who's been um, trying to get rid of this weight that they've been carrying yeah. for so long, this shadow, yeah. this darkness, this yeah. cloud that's been hanging over them, right? This, this yeah. tragedy that was plaguing them, like mm -hmm. let this, this moment, this conversation, this act, this ceremony, release that at least yeah. a little bit more, 
so that they can get some clarity, so that they can get some power back, so that they can do things differently and be able to confront this. They can be able to heal it more. They can be able to uproot even more of anything that might be there within themselves and and really go to that inner child and love that inner child. You know, like that's, I I really want to. It brings them to another level of consciousness. Yes. Themselves. Yes. Yes. For themselves. And it just also helps open up a new chapter in their lives where they could actually create specific things. And sometimes when you burn and release, your emotions come out. And those are the emotions that have, that have been linked dormant for a very long time. So allow the tears to flow, allow the emotions to be what they make. Because your spirit is calling for you to release whatever it is that you've been holding onto for your life. Once you start getting emotional in the burn and release, that means you feel the need to let go. You feel the need to, to finally be alive within yourself and whatever was dormant, allow it to just wake up. Wake up. I love that. It's like the evolution. It's the activation. You know, when I yes. went to, when I went to Bali last year, like mm-hmm. I kept saying, I'm going to Bali and my intention is to come back a completely different freaking human being, like activated, yeah. awakened. My DNA is just like unleashing yeah. because of that place and the energy yes. and what I got to experience there, you know? So yeah. For everyone, especially going through this month of, there's a lot of focus on relationships, you know? So for everyone who's in a relationship, we burn and release anything that is preventing them from Mm -hmm. having that deep, intimate soul connection and truly being their authentic selves, like really feeling that, giving themselves that permission to be their authentic selves. And if that, um, that causes a rift in the relationship when they're being their true selves, then we Mm -hmm. both, we both know and we. We just bless them to go yep. through that whatever transition that might happen because of that um, yep. as smoothly, as effectively, as empowered as possible, lovingly as possible, yeah. um, gracefully, you know, as possible, compassionately as possible. And for the people who that strengthens their relationship, bless them, bless you for your relationship being strengthened. And yes. for the people who are not in a relationship um, mm-hmm. and we've, we've released these things that were preventing them from really deeply connecting with people and wanting Absolutely. connection, seeking connection, choosing to, to be themselves with people yeah. in new, new introductions, new friendships, yes. things like that, then bless them in, in releasing and that releasing. old way of being and create a new space, a new authentic, juicy loving connected yes. space that they get to step into and, and live in and releasing the baggage releasing insecurities releasing um you know comparison compar- mm. comparing the new person in a relationship you're with with the old relationship and bringing all of that you know destructive pattern in your old relationship into your new relationship and not mm. blaming or taking out things that you're still working on within yourself the mess mm. on the new person the person who is definitely trying to be there for you and stop waiting for the other shoe to drop because this person's being consistently loving and caring, but you don't know what that feels like because you're so used to the destruction. Mm. And also I know you're really, you're really connected with your guides and the spirits that are around you. So um, Mm -hmm. let's also set an intention with you knowing and experiencing that and being a blessing for a lot of people in, in that yeah, area um, when they're looking for their guides, like to yeah. let's bless everyone who is seeking to reconnect yes. even more with their guides, to be aware, to tune into the intuition, to like yeah. what is going on around them so that they can notice the signs, whatever they might yeah. look like. They might be obvious, like right in front of them, like, hey, yes. we're here. I'm oh, here. I'm on. with you. <laughs> exactly. And, and it might just be little tiny synchronicities yes. and messages. And let us be aware of both of those, of the big flashing signs, as well as the tiny right. little nudges that it's we just like right it's, in front of your face. It's the reminder, <laughs> exactly. It's and and whatever people are experiencing, like allow us and everyone who is who is receiving this energy to be connected, to be present to those, and to be reassured, to be enlightened with yes. that knowingness that they are yeah. there, they are with us, supporting us, and guiding us. And also embracing and accepting that every single day is a rebirth in your life. Yeah. Mm. From the time you wake up. I don't mm. know who said it best. I don't know if it was Gandhi or the Dalai Lama, but there was someone that said, when you go to bed at night, you die. And when you wake up in the morning, it is a rebirth. Yes. It is a rebirth. So you have an opportunity to create specific things that you couldn't do yesterday. You can do it today. Yep. 
and within relationships and even with your guides. Your guides actually protect you at night when you go to sleep. Mm. When I go to sleep at night, I call in Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabriel, Raziel, Azabel, Raphael, everybody in Amaba to just be there with me at night when I'm sleeping, to stand guard in the front of my door and the back of my back door yep. to make sure that we are in full slumber and sleeping because there were times being a, a portal. Mm -hmm. I've had spirit come to me while I was sleeping, like, ma'am, can you help me? Can you help me? And I'm like, I can't help you right now. Bro, I'm sleeping. <laughs> Furthermore, I don't want none of your stuff. <laughs> so, and then I'll, I'll wake up at two, three o'clock in the morning and I'll have all of these spiritual downloads wow. coming my way of just, you know, this is your assignment. This is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to help mm. this. You mm. know, and for those signs. And, um, you know, when you're in tune with your spirit guides, when you feel like, oh, I felt the desire to do this. Something told me to do that. I felt like I needed to do this. Yeah. Like, I didn't feel the need to go outside today. And then mm. you turn around and look, there was a car accident up the street. Wow. But then your guides were the ones holding you back to tell you. Yep. I have a feeling I shouldn't do this. Or, you know, if you're watching TV for me, I stopped watching television like mm. six years ago. Because all of the destruction and, you know, another murder today, another suicide, mm -hmm. someone got shot. And it made me feel just sad in my heart space. And then I had a desire. And those were my guys telling me, look, chick, you cannot watch TV because you're going to be clouded and be yeah. stuck in the matrix. And we don't want you stuck in the matrix. Wow. So they control what I watch. They control you know, the things that are negative in my life and how to kind of like shift it in a certain kind of way. So one way for you to know that your guides are around you is you stop doing things that you normally would do, mm -hmm. like the foods that you eat mm -hmm. or what you watch. Mm -hmm. um, if you have an innate desire to stop hanging around a specific people because you realize and learn that they're depleting your energy mm -hmm. and you start creating spiritual boundaries. Yeah. That's when you know your guides are strong within you. Or if you're hearing things that you would never say to yourself. Mm. Or if you start to see things, I, I see shit all day. I'd be like, ooh, okay, got it. Do you know? <laughs> if you start to see things with your third eye and you're not realizing, like, what am I seeing? Is that for real? Should I blink? And mm. it's there, then you'll know that they're around. Or if you have this, this deep, intuitive knowing that something does not feel right or that mm. person doesn't feel right yeah. and you'll hear like that person's not meant for you mm. listen to it because it will never steer you wrong that's when you know your angels our guides ancestors whomever is around you and yeah. if you're drawn to a specific energy angel archangel mm -hmm. whatever if you're drawn like you have this this um obsession towards it mm -hmm. That means they're calling you and they're ready to work with you. Yeah. They're calling you. My obsession with ISIS was huge. Oh my God, the priestess ISIS. Da, 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 da. And that's, the <laughs> that's the reason why. Like, oh my God, now I understand it. Yes. Well, I, I love what you're saying here. And, you know, even last year, I said I'm, I was going to be sober for the entire year, right? Just to like give myself that strength and discipline and, and just demonstrate to myself I don't need anything outside of myself to, to yes. be whole, complete, and love myself, right? And yes. so, like, just throughout the year, like, I could feel that when I made that commitment and I, when I was executing on it, like, mm -hmm. I felt supported. I felt energetically like I would, I'm, I'm being guided by God, spirits, like, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm being guided through this. And there were some really dark nights of the soul where I got tempted yes. and was like literally having a freaking anxiety attack, a panic attack, yes. because like I was, I was like wanting it, but then I was fighting it. It was, it was yes. like, it was super it was intense, you know, spiritual, and, spiritual warfare, warfare. Yeah. Yeah. And because so, you have the negative energies on one side and you yeah. have the positive guides and energies on the other side yep. and they're both struggling to get you. They're both struggling to make you come on their side. And so you have to be strong enough to fight. Like when I was going through a suicidal experience where I felt like drinking everything in my kitchen and the voice in me kept saying, you're not valuable. You're not worthy. You can just kill yourself. Nobody's going to miss you. And a part of me was like, no, but I have so much left to, to do here on in this world. Like yeah. I have so much 
And I had to muster up the strength to call my mother and say, please come get your daughter because you won't have a daughter in the morning. And that was real. And, you know, it, it was just like there was the angel and the devil on the side of the shoulders. Like, no, 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 go ahead. Drink the, drink the Clorox and the peroxide. We, we, it's going to be fine. And the other side is like, you haven't even begun to live your life. Mm. What are you doing? So it's just that when you go through that spiritual warfare, that energy, you, you're creating both energies. You're creating mm. the light and the dark. And it depends on the trauma that you've experienced and how mm. far deep in a trauma you are. Yeah. Those energies will pop up, especially when the negative energy knows that you're about to go and go over to the light side. That's when it, it hits you more. Because I've heard people say, and I've experienced this too, when I started my healing process and I was going into like deep religion and watching mm -hmm. Joel Osteen yeah. and I had moved to Chicago and I was laying in bed one night after reading the Bible and I witnessed and experienced Mr. Devil rise up from the floor and was like, oh, so you want to be a superstar? Is that what we're doing today? And I was shook to my core like, holy shit. Mm. And I woke up and I was like, wow. So, you know, spiritual energy is so real. Mm. If you experience it, know that it is real. Don't, don't take it for granted. Don't take it lightly. Don't take, because there's messages within it. Yeah, well, I, I think even, I love what you say, don't take it lightly. If you, for anyone who thinks that they're experiencing it or has mm -hmm. a, a genuine connection and awareness and like, yeah. yes, this is a muscle that I use and if it's like still foreign to people, like for me, I would say I'm, I'm in the, in the phase of going from foreign into, this is a muscle that I use and I'm in this yes. like kind of middle ground. And so for me, it's like simply, I, I want, I'm starting to write down on a journal, all the synchronicities, all the things that happen that are, um, that are aligned, that are messages from angels, from, you, you know, go. God, from like these, these things. And that way it's, it's in my mind. It's, it's like programmed into me like, Hey, this ain't no yes. joke. This ain't no fantasy. Yes. This is not just something that you made up one day. This stuff is real. So yes. leverage it, respect it, honor it, trust Absolutely. in it, have faith in it. And mm -hmm. like ask yourself, how can I be guided even more by this? How can I Absolutely. step into an even higher version of myself? Because I recognize this and I celebrate it and I, I like leverage it to be the best version of myself. And with you, you're so deeply intuitive and you're a healer in your own way, the way that you are, um, you know, impact coach. Thank you. you go with your intuition and how you know this person needs your assistance in what way they need your assistance and it's it's embedded in you it's in your dna to just be this intuitive amazing healer as a coach that you are and that's not something that you know um you were trained for that is mm. something that you, that you were created with mm. that in itself is a spiritual gift that in itself is spiritual authority maturity and just spiritual evolution what you're doing and you were spirit-led to it. And people who work with you that don't even know about Chris Burns are being spirit-led to you. Those, yes. That's your spirit guides connecting with their spirit guides to say, hey, there's this guy. He's amazing. I know that you're going to align with him. So your, my spirit guide is going to go talk to Chris's spirit guides, and we're going to communicate, and we're going to put you guys together. That's what that is. So continue to do what you do, and they will continue to send the right people to you, right opportunities to you. And that is why you're able to create this beautiful, successful marathon because mm -hmm. it was spiritually gifted to you and you are spiritually guided, mentored, and you have the creativity within your spirit because the spirit is open. You're such a portal of light. And so it's just going to continue to expand and expand and expand over time where you, you will reach as much of the masses as you want to. Because your guides, you keep them busy. They're never bored with you. <laughs> They're like, this dude has his going here, doing this, doing that. We like it. We like it. Where some people, their guides are bored and they want to light a fire under the person's ass, but mm. they just have free will. So when you're in a for the, you know, the phase of healing, that's when your guides are nurturing you and protecting you and giving you that love that you need. But then when you're on fire, they're on fire with you. Mm. They're on fire with you. And sometimes when you're stagnant, your guides want you to learn valuable lessons. Yeah. Yep. So that's why they hold you in a spot where you're continuously going through cycle 
mm. because there's a lesson to be learned. Mm. I just I posted something yesterday on my stories saying like you will continue to experience this like chaos and you know yes. like uh, upheaval in your life and you're like why until like you pay attention before yep. you before you get to that point you know like you have yep. to pay attention and notice the little signs before it gets like into this utter chaos it's like absolutely really respond to it earlier on so this is this is great stuff, Dillas. We're just diving in, provided a ton of healing, ton of great exercises, yeah. value to our audience today. So I just want to say from the bottom of my heart and from my my spirit guides to you. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for being You're being so you. And uh, let's tell We got one gentleman that's standing right on that side of you right now. He's an older gentleman. Kind of like you remember um Clash of the Titans, Zeus? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He reminds me of like, oh, I'm getting goosebumps, goosies. He's an ancient, ancient guy, like just there. And he's just like, he's the one that, that blesses you with the wisdom, the innate mm-hmm. wisdom that you know, the innate wisdom that you just have a whole bottle of wisdom inside of yourself. That's, that's the being, the guy. And he's just like, hi, I just want you to tell him that I see him that I'm going to continue to bless him with all this wisdom. It's like an older gentleman, full white beard, just like wavy hair to the back. I remember the last time we were talking, we were talking about um, Nikolai something or the yeah. other person. Yeah. Tesla. Yeah. yeah it's, it, he gives me that energy of mm-hmm. that person that you were talking about. So know that that being or that energy is actually with you and you're on the right track where connecting with that, that spirit guide is concerned. And that's where your wisdom and your knowledge comes in from. Because you're an old soul in a young man's body. And sometimes I look at you and I'm like, how old is this dude again? I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> so, Thank yeah, you. Just, you. I just wanted to, to let you know that he's right there. And he's with you the times at nights when you're going through your, your phases of questioning, you know, what am I doing? And what does this mean? And why me? Like he's there with you and he's blessing you with the wisdom that you get at night when you're sleeping or when you're just tossing and turning and then you come to a point where you're like, okay, I understand why now. I get it. That's him just like absorb, giving you all that love and gift and wisdom to know who you are and stands in that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you're you. welcome. Thank you, Dillis. Yeah. Let's let our audience know how they can stay connected with you. You mentioned about some awesome things that you have, um, spiritual Absolutely. spiritual products. Tell us what, what we could yep. do next. So you can go and visit me on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Everything is Dillis, D-H-Y-L-L-E-S. I'm the only one there. Thank you, mother and grandmother. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I offer spiritual strengthening sessions where I can help you step into the person that you are wanting to become, but because of fear, guilt, and shame, I want to hold the space for you in order for you to like truly step into your power and your greatness and be one with self and allow the world to experience who you are by releasing what no longer is working for you. So those are spiritual sessions that I do. And then of course, there's a spiritual strengthening product. There's the tea baths, there is the, the teas that you drink, the soap bars, as well as my newest addition to it. I do spiritual strengthening roll-on body oil. So you are balanced and strengthened and manifested and protected all day long. And all of the products are organic. There's um, different types of dried flowers that I use, of course, organic Epsom salts. And you smell like lavender and you just feel like you just come out from the the mountains, like I said. (laughs) (laughs) So it's pretty much just to help you connect with your higher self, connect with your guides, identify all of your spiritual gifts how to use them and what ways to to use your gifts to serve humanity, but also to help you create spiritual techniques for yourself. So whenever those challenges and obstacles and circumstances hit your life, know how to to confront them head on with a positive mindset and continuously feeling and knowing that you're loved and you're worthy and you're valuable and you're beautiful. And that circumstances will not take away anything from you. It will not define who you are anymore. Dallas, yes. Thank you. You're you're a superstar. Thank you. How are you? We are shining brilliantly, and uh, I'm I'm super stoked to be on the journey with you. And let's keep Absolutely. rocking. It. Let's keep let's keep igniting. 
I'm so excited to witness your journey. And when you were talking about Petia, every time we talk about Petia, I start to tear up like a big sister looking down on her little brother. Like I tear up so much because I'm like, I'm so wholeheartedly, sincerely, authentically happy for you. Like you get to experience so much love and be so full and full of gratitude for having such an amazing partner and you being an amazing person. Like you deserve it. So every time we talk about it and I see you guys' this picture, I'm like a big sister. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so happy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're the bomb. You You too. Well, thank you once again. I appreciate it. We'll see you soon, okay? Bye. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com, and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow, and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.